0: live from the ESPN 690 at Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane.
1: I definitely know the history
0: um, of players coming in here, uh, being hated, uh, and that's, like I said, I, I take that as a, as a compliment, to be honest with you. I mean, obviously I'm doing something right if you, you hate me this much, so, I mean, I just embrace it. And, uh, and then focus focus on my team and help my team win. And uh, at the end of the day, I mean, we'll get the last laugh if we do that. I missed the early part of that. Oh, uh, is that Trey Young? Yep. Wow. That was a cool scene.
1: They were not being nice to him. No. Shout out to the to the TV audio department blocking out the, the chance so my son could watch with me.
2: The dump button was being used
1: a
0: lot. Yeah. Just recycle through. It's funny. I was watching, but I guess I wasn't watching that and listening that intently, so I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he referred to it a bunch, and they must have been all over it uh, because you could easily pick that up. Listen, NBA playoffs off to a heck of a
1: start, right? I'm having fun. A little, little too close for my liking with Milwaukee and uh, watch McCall at Miami, but I'm, play I'm again having today? fun. I know. What time?
2: I think it's the earlier one. Yeah,
1: that is what it is. I like it, though.
2: I don't I don't necessarily like the playoffs from the standpoint that the last game that starts isn't usually over till about midnight and I'm kind of like a ten o'clock bedtime kind of guy. As am I and you know, I gotta stay up to do the sports center updates for the morning. So you know, yesterday I'm like all cozy up, ready to go to bed and I'm like, Oh this game's not over and it's nowhere close to being over. Oh yeah, as far as the Grizzly, I didn't check. I, like oh, I watched the first and quarter, and I had to because I was like, it was intense, it was yeah. good. But I watched man, it man. actually.
0: I watched a good chunk of that game. Yeah, and it's funny because like I was watching the early part of that, and then, then he went to bed, and he's like, they shouldn't even be in the NBA. <laughs> like, he was, he was that guy. He was that guy that was like, what are they doing? Like they haven't scored in six minutes. Who? Yeah, oh, yeah. Utah? Like,
2: one, no, Memphis. Oh, Memphis.
0: At one time, Memphis hadn't scored in six minutes. He's like, and I agree with them. It's like, how do you not score in the NBA for six minutes? Like, not hit a field goal, okay, but not score. And, of course, like, he goes to bed, I almost woke him up. I was like, hey, Ty, like, uh, they're on a 23-6 to run.
2: (laughs) And then they really dominated, like, most of the game after that. When you saw uh, Donovan Mitchell came out after and said he was mad that the team didn't let him play. But it's like, dude, you got to make sure your ankle's right. Well, and Mm -hmm. I I heard that, and I was like, I even said, I said, they don't need Donovan Mitchell right now. I mean,
0: Utah's good. And, again, like, even the Knicks and Utah— this is a seven-game series, and I guess like the percentages—if you win game one of winning seven-game series, usually like seventy-six percent the NBA. Well, and but those teams are going. Like I have, but I—I I, I would put a lot of money on the fact that Utah wins that series, and I actually think the Knicks, although they—they they have, they're not like so good that they—they they can just walk in and win. I still think they are going to. Win that series, and I don't think it's going to even take seven.
2: I also, I also think there's a bit of a tone that you set when you win, essentially on the road. Like both those guys won on the road, and in the playoffs, that's kind of like a big thing. Usually, you'll watch it. It's like if if a team's going to get a win, it's going to be at home. So now it kind of creates this like, all right, we won on the road. Let's just handle our business back at home, and then we'll go on the road and do it again.
1: I think. I mean, I think the Hawks can be a pretty formidable opponent. You know, I think the, the Knicks are only going to be as good as Julius Randle allows them to be. And, you know, when it came down to it and the ball's in his hands, he struggled last night. I mean, he still got some points in, but, like, when it came down to the wire and you're supposed to be the guy, he couldn't deliver. So I get it. It's one game, but. I also feel like, you know, if you watch the Mavericks last year in the bubble when, you know, there was the emergence of Luka Donich, you could see the emergence of Trey Young a little bit where he took that game yeah. over. And yeah. I mean a lot of guys on that team um you know, tripped in, but like it was the Trey Young show last night. Oh
2: yeah, Trey Young, like for you know, all the Luka comparisons, like they have very similar stats in certain areas and you know, they're they're great teams, but at the end of the day they won't make it past the Sixers, so Oh <laughs>
0: Young, by the way, you took just over. John Waldo and Bradley Beal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, not John Wall. I, I keep saying uh, like John John, John, It I
2: keep,
1: took me a second. Second time i said that. My bad. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, no, My bad. Yeah. No. Okay, Coos. Yeah, no.
0: Okay. Four I, games. I will say this. Trey Young took over that game in the last five minutes. Yeah, like, Just flat out took over. Well, and you need and to- that's a special – that's what I like to see. You, you know – even, as I mentioned, Dylan Brooks was really good, but most of it came in the third quarter. I think he only scored two points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he let John Morant do his thing, but that's mm-hmm. what Morant's there for. Like That's not really Dylan Brooks' role. Yep. Uh, Trey Young took the game over. And, I mean, he was just spectacular in the last five minutes of that ball game. Can we talk
1: about the biggest story out of the NBA playoff for the weekend? And is is LeBron James getting the Oscar anytime soon? Oh, the arm thing? Because if, if I see you flop one more time and lay on the floor, I'm, I'm going to lose it. Uh, I, I, Wait, it, it. it got, it got chippy, the- right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they throw out campaign. By the way, it's not the Murray State on the map again. I mean, if John Morant wasn't enough, now campaigns getting yeah. thrown out of the games. Um,
2: yeah, man, like, <sighs> I know. I, I feel like I get it, like, um, Chris Paul did like undercut him essentially as he was going for the rebound, but, but like guess what? It'd be yeah.
1: like Brent Martin trying to box me out, and then all of a sudden I go down and my arm's Sure, right, like, yeah. Th- with all due respect to you, Brent, you're not built like I am. Yeah. So like if you knock me over, I don't know my backside. The pride. <laughs> if you knock <laughs> you me over, power, the calves. Yeah. You got the calves. <laughs> if Brent Martin knocked me over, the pride <laughs> of me would say, "All right, I got to get back up." Just from the pride standpoint. Yeah. I'm not gonna land the ground for another twenty minutes and grab my shoulder a little bit and just yeah. ah, just kind of squeeze it out, you yeah.
0: know. Yeah. All right, I, I, here's here's what I love to see. Okay, Trey Young talks to Charles Barkley and the guys after the game. You know, he beats the Knicks almost. I don't want to say single handedly, but he obviously dominated the stretch and, and beats the Knicks. They're they're swearing at him and and heckling him, mm-hmm. and he brings it up and he makes it vocal and mm-hmm. and he's really like, you know, dropping f bombs and stuff and saying. You know, screw you, basically, to the Knicks fans. Yep. There's two ways this goes. They amp it up so much at the Garden (laughs) the next time and (laughs) the other times. And I know he gets a couple home games in there. But you either feed off that so much that he's going to play well this entire series. All, or you get wrapped up in that so much that you yeah. fall off the table. I'm not well, saying he plays terrible, but I'm just saying he doesn't play to the level that he played in that one game. Yeah. And I'm really interested. And you got to take a side here. Which way is this going to go? Knowing that Atlanta's, is, first of all, not a great, great team anyway. There's already a lot on his shoulders, but I'm really curious to see which way. This goes for Trey Young. Now that it's such an attention grabber, it's on the back pages. Mm -hmm. We're talking about it in Jacksonville. I mean, that was kind of that moment. Now he can capture that moment or he can kind of fall victim to that moment a little bit.
2: It makes me think of the first game LeBron played against the Cavs after he went out to to L.A. He... (laughs) I remember the video of it. He, like, missed a three-point shot, right? And there was a fan sitting courtside who, like, applauded it. Mm-hmm. And, you re- and, like, LeBron, like, looked over at him and, like, stared him down for a little bit and then went to the locker room. And yeah. he comes back and uh, in the second half proceeded to drop, like, 38 points on the team. And, you know, they asked him about it. And he's like, I thought that guy just seemed a little too excited for me to miss the ball. <laughs> so it, it's like a situation like that where, like, you either feed off it or, or it makes you crumble. But, like, Steph Curry has
0: learn to feed off that yeah. know, he, he maybe failed it in other spots but to me he's a guy that feeds off it. i think lebron kind of does what, feed he off does it. that
2: like shimmy after he scores at, oh yeah, yeah he yeah. wants yeah, it has yeah. got to keep thing. coming
0: right mm-hmm. and I, listen as an athlete i think as a competitor those guys have heard it before i mean uh, he heard it in college he said it but i just is trey young ready for that right is is that the so. is that the part of I his so his career that he's at so you're gonna buy into he's gonna be like this I'm not saying he's going to win the series, but he's going to be really good in the face of all that all series long.
1: I mean, I think when you got the supporting cast of, like, uh, Collins was pretty well good for them. And then the Botan I can't say his last name, Bodonavich, I thought it was yeah. Milwaukee Buck. And all of a sudden he's like, no, I'm going to Atlanta. And he was we, tremendous we in that We never case. figured out what happened with that, by the way. Nobody said anything. Yeah. It's just like, I'm not going to Milwaukee. I'm going to Atlanta. Whatever. He was awesome. I think he's got the supporting cast. The question I got for you, Kuz, is and Brent, too, as well, I mean, for everybody. Who's going to be a bigger star out of these NBA playoffs, though? Are we talking Devin Booker or are we talking Trey Young? Because I get Devin Booker's been around for a while, but he's not a star in my opinion because he's that he hasn't had that playoff showing. He hasn't That's had that, that that golden moment, if you will. Well, he beat LeBron James and Lakers game one a lot to your – I think he had 34 points, whatever it was. Of course. Who's going to be the bigger star of uh, these playoffs?
2: Probably Booker. I, I think Booker in general already has more of a star power, power than Trey Young just yeah. because he's been in the league a, bit, a little bit longer um and then on top of that you know the sort of playoff-esque run that they did in the bubble where mm-hmm. they won you know eight games in a row was kind of their playoff thing last year even though they didn't get in so i would say booker obviously because if you do eliminate lebron james that's a big part of it um but but to that point trey young i feel like trey young already has a bit of star power like him and luca always get compared because they were traded for True. each other yeah. essentially yeah. and so they'll always get that comparison and that kind of will just always bring Trey young up at least in that conversation as well but i would i would say booker
1: if devin booker beats the lakers and lebron james sure. and anthony davis do we put the kardashian curse to rest because seriously i mean he's dating a kardashian at the end of the day yeah. it's kendall jenner but she's still a kardashian used to and we be, know how athletes she, have
2: she was dating ben simmons and then left and went over to booker well, so ben
1: simmons can't hit a three-pointer or a free throw so anyways <laughs> if we're talking about devin booker here if he beats lebron
2: is it, does he bury the? I,
1: I say if Devin Booker beats the know, Lakers, give them the P right now.
2: Wasn't wasn't Harden dating, like Khloe Kardashian at one point or yeah, something like that?
0: I mean, you know, not not Facebook official, <laughs> probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, know I love that question that you have because if you think about this question, see, I I think Kuz knows way. Kuz pays attention. Mm-hmm. He's locked into basketball so much. Mm-hmm. Driving Dish podcast. I think the guy you're asking about is more meek. Like, that that casually watches the NBA. Okay. Seriously. Like, like I watch the NBA sometimes, and I'm like, who the hell is that well, guy? And, mm-hmm. and like to that. be fair
2: with that, to that <laughs> like, point, like, you're like... Who is that Knicks
0: player that's scoring, like, 10 points right now? Well, and, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And to that, you're, as the, as the casual <laughs> player, looking at a piece of paper with the Suns team names on it, essentially, you're going to go to Chris Paul. You're going to go, oh, I know who that is. You're yeah. not going well, like, to... By the
0: way, like, I obviously know who Devin Brooker right, is. He's been tremendous. name. But I'm a big believer that... Arizona sports teams carry this irrelevance for some reason. They just, mm-hmm. don't, they are not top of mind. They, they are not. Kyla Mori, DeAndre Hopkins, those guys trying to make it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Booker's trying mm-hmm. to make it that way. Chris mm-hmm. Paul's trying to help him make it that way and winning will make it that way. But they just are not like in the mainstream of people's thoughts. I think they're a very forgotten state and franchises that, that play there very often. But they are playing in LA. And they're mm-hmm. playing against LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And so Booker's has a chance to, people aren't, my, my point, Kuz, is people aren't going to remember the bubble last year. People mm-hmm. are going to remember the next six days. Right. For sure. You know, when it comes to Booker, good or bad. Right. Yeah. And Trey Young, very similar. I think people actually have a better feel for Trey Young coming out of college and, you know, what, it kind of has that, had a little bit of the Steph Curry feel to him, you mm-hmm. know, some comparisons. And then you p- go play at Madison Square Garden, where the Knicks are getting a ton of attention right now mm-hmm. for finally being in the postseason. So they're very similar situations, right? Don't we? Mm-hmm. Not many people talk about Atlanta and Phoenix NBA mm-hmm. basketball teams. Sure. Just don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about the Knicks and the Lakers. Sure. And so they're both on these really high-profile series, and they're both really good players that probably are underrated to the masses or don't get the appreciation they deserve. But I love your question, because I think one of them is going to come out of here, and we're going to be talking more yeah. about one or the other. Yeah, now, I think... there's a better chance Phoenix maybe wins. They might have a better They have a better team, would you say? Well, uh, yeah, they definitely got a better but team. But they got to play the Lakers. So. But they, they, I think they have the harder opponent. Yeah, that's a good point. You know but what I'm saying? Funny, it's
2: funny because, like, <laughs> ranking-wise, like the Sun should be... Ranked, you know, in terms of who should win that game, they're oh, the second yeah. seed. The Lakers True. are the seventh. So yeah. Like, yeah, but, they it is, shouldn't but it's even the Belonge name. I, I know. So it's crazy that they're like kind of like the quote unquote underdog. I think that's
0: just as good a story. I mean, who's supposed to win more? Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, long, even I mean. though they're the lower seed, Atlanta might, you might argue that Atlanta really should, yeah, you know, well, Atlanta. the win.
2: Atlanta's got that whole, like, again, not to the casual fan, but the Atlanta's got that whole storyline of. Getting rid of their coach halfway through the season and then McMillan comes in and they're like all of a sudden an amazing team. They make this run just to really you know, halfway through the season, get back into the playoffs and all this stuff. They have a ton of money yeah. put into their players. I think it was like $128 million or something like that put towards the team just this season. So it was like if they don't make the playoffs this year, it's a colossal failure. And at the beginning of the year, it looked like they weren't going to do it. And they finally pushed together to, to get it.
1: It's funny because you, you look at Atlanta and they're they're compiled of guys that were like the second or third best players from other teams. And now, like, they come to Atlanta and, like, they've all seemed to gel together. You know, like, I think I'm running, like, Clint Capella. Clint Capella. I mean, like, Clint yeah. Capella for a while was one of the best centers in Houston. You know, and then you had guys like Lou Williams. who you know, Lou Williams has a story. He didn't get a lot of playing time uh, yesterday. But, like, you just have a bunch of guys. Bogdanovic as well. And then, um, you know, John Collins. Like, you just got a bunch of guys. Gallinari is another one. You just got a bunch of guys who, like – on paper, it's like, eh, okay, they're not going to mm-hmm. knock your mm-hmm. socks off. But then, like, when you see them play, like, they, they play a pretty – I mean, once again, it's just one game, so let's see what happens here. But they play, they play a pretty solid brand of
0: basketball, from what I could tell.
2: Yeah.
0: it's. Uh, I think it's fascinating. I think the, the whole thing – but I'll say this, too. I'm not a New York sports guy. Mm-hmm. Not in any means. But I think the Knicks being in it, it really does carry a lot of weight. A lot of weight like I think that that scene yesterday again mm-hmm. got my attention. Mm-hmm. It will be fun to watch the series. I think it's going to be a good series. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know how great like I said either team is in terms of contending for a title or anything like that, but I do think it's going to be a really yeah. good series. And I would, so
2: I would I would say, you know, in the east there's like a clear 3 that are probably going to potentially make it out. And the, 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 the 76ers and those teams that, Yep, go ahead. Yeah, the 76ers, the Nets, and the Heat. And, uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no, That's a good Bucks, game one. Win for would, say, no, no, no. no. Okay. I would say the the Bucks. You know, the Sixers, the Nets, and the Bucks. Like record-wise, are like the clear three for the East. And then after that, it's kind of everyone's kind of yeah. jumbled together. So,
0: but the my point being, even with that, I think well, the Knicks are getting more attention and will get more attention yeah. and and are getting my attention more than the opening and, series for the Sixers, even and, though they're yeah. the best yeah. team in the East. But yeah. to,
2: to, and to that argument, you know, now and, and what the national argument is now is, okay, the Knicks have put out this team that can make it to the fourth seed in the East. They've shown they can do it. Now what star is going to go, all right, I'm ready to lead this team yeah. and do that now for the biggest city and the biggest market, you know?
0: And by the way, there is something to that, and it feels like there's something more to that in the NBA than any other sport. hmm you know, mm-hmm. the NBA feels like it well, has why, why LeBron went um, to L.A. Uh, exa- well, that's yeah. why LeBron went to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know,
2: well, I mean, yeah. we certainly had
0: that. So yeah. uh, one last thing on the, the, the Knicks. Then what they've done to turn it around in such short order, even with ownership the way it is, is pretty remarkable. Yeah. It reminds me of something you'd find from a small market team, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we see that. With the big market teams, usually the big market teams just spend, 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 well, spend, see. spend until they find the formula. But mm-hmm. they've had to gut themselves, and and their their brass that has come in and and reshaped their organization has a vision for it, it has buy in for it, and it has worked. That doesn't seem reserved usually for like a New York team. That that's the Oakland A's, right? No, for that's sure. Maybe like the Houston, but Astros see. or something. That's and Houston's a big city, but. You get my point. It's not usually an L.A., Chicago, New York kind
1: of thing. It just goes to show you though, like the Knicks have been a small market team because nobody wants to, nobody wanted to go there. That's a point. They like, had to take the, that approach when when they're trying to get Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant said, absolutely not. I'm not going to to the New York Knicks because you know nobody wanted to yeah, go there. I'll go now, to the other New York team. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, I think that they're you know, they're doing better changing that image now, and I think that New York is a cool place to play once again. I mean I'm not sure if one season will make the big difference, but I think a couple of years down the line, if they can keep having the sustained success, we're well, now you talking about those big free agent guys that want to go there on the max contract and play for the New York Knicks. He just didn't have that a couple of years ago.
0: What what uh what other note there? Spike's looking a little old, isn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah, do you see it? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Spike it's, got a little less energy. How old is Spike? Me. Oh, I just, I was, you I, I actually was like, I get a little less hop in his step. I was hoping him and Trey Young to go at it.
2: Sixty-sixty-four. We'll
0: Is he okay? Okay. Yeah. It's just
1: yeah, we're watching him jump up and down. I just you know he's not used to it, man. He, I mean, he, he's, I was gonna say, he's, been, he's not in <laughs> it's his. It's been
0: like 20 years. Well, he's
1: not in his play like, exactly. <laughs> he's mean, not in his playoff form because it's been a while. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, and <laughs> so uh, that is very
2: it's very that true. Man alone, Brent. But he didn't have the season to like warm up into it either, you know. Like true, <laughs> true. I mean, bit. yeah, this good is point. really the first time back in a way, you know.
0: Yeah, true. Good point. Uh, it's good. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, right now I think the early part of the NBA playoffs have been pretty captivating. Yeah. Um, and part of that will be LeBron and, and, and Anthony Davis can they kind of turn this thing around and, and win.
2: And I would say to that, with what I've always noticed, at least from a, from a casual NBA fan, is is there's a lot of interest for like the first three games and <laughs> then it drops until the conference finals. Like you get this lull, yeah, essentially. A lull. So wonder if we'll they see if keep that, that holds up. up. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, we come back. You know, there's a little circulation of Justin Blackman talk today. hmm was it really him? <laughs> is a question that we have, yes. we, and, and really everybody does. Nobody knows. I, I'll tell you, I talked to somebody who thinks it is him, but isn't a hundred percent sure. Uh, but it kind of brought up Justin Blackman, and it's a story that I will always say. I told Austin this earlier in a break. I mean, it kind of—it's a story that in my career hit me a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll explain that a little bit more, and a uh, thought or two on Justin Blackman, what he potentially did say on social media if it really is him or not uh but either way have a little conversation about justin blackman since uh, that topic got brought up today it's coming up next action sports shacks on espn 69 don't forget to go vote for our athlete of the week brought to you by honda of the avenues you can do that on espn 690.com You ain't trading. If you've traded him to the NFC, then you got Matrix' as that general manager. And so then I think the question you as an organization of an AFC team has to go, do we have a young player at the position that we think has a bright future? Because then it becomes, is it worth giving up on that young player and the pick to acquire Aaron Rodgers? And so that's why like the Cleveland Browns, I say no. Because Baker's got a bright future. Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. Neither of them have young players that you think has a really bright future in league, right? Drew Locke has got so many Question mark and Derek Carr is a good player, like a like a, like a really solid player. But I think we know what he is, right? And so those two teams sit there and go, we don't have a young guy position that we really are in love with for the future. And then the third team would be the Miami Dolphins. Tua is a guy that I, you know, like you could be on the fence about. I have no idea who that was.
2: Was that Jason Fitz? No, I... it's usually your guy too. My guy. Pretty sure. I wasn't like Mike Clay, was it? No, that was Dan Orlovsky. So oh, that was Orlovsky, huh?
1: he's not def- I've been on this many he's times. He's not defending himself, so I can't tell when what's more laid back than
0: Orlovsky. Yo, know, he said something that's interesting there. If you're the Browns, you wouldn't give up on Baker Mayfield for Aaron Rodgers for the next three, four, five years? Uh. Uh. Well, uh, you that, you're that sold on Baker Mayfield? No, but I think it's
1: what you have to sacrifice as well to get... Aaron Rodgers, like you probably got maybe Miles Garrett or something. You know what I'm saying? Listen, like, I'm
0: not advocating it. I'm yeah. just saying like if if Green Bay called me
1: and oh, I'm straight up,
0: it's straight up. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers all day. Well, probably won't be straight up. That's but what I'm saying. That team is built nicely. Yes. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't care. Whoever wants to talk about Baker Mayfield, Mark Spencer, I don't care if you won the Jaga match play this weekend and you want to defend <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield. And local media kills him around here. But, but I, I still think Aaron Rodgers is five times the quarterback of Baker Mayfield.
1: No, very true. The thing, though, is, okay, so if Aaron Rodgers goes to Cleveland, are they a run-first team or a pass-first team?
0: I know what you're saying here. It's a trick question because they're built to run. Well, no, I mean, yeah. I mean it's not a trick question. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm being serious because you have one of it's the an best. Aaron Rodgers-led team. I guess because
1: you, you have one of the best. I mean, you have, you know, arguably the best quarterback last year in the NFL. At the helm of your team, but you also are touted by one of the best running games in the NFL. Like, something has to get.
0: It's a nice mix right now. But I'm saying, are you going to pass first? Are you going to run first? Can you imagine, though, if you're... By the way, I just got the number one sign from Spencer. Glad you were listening, Mark. Uh, the, The... I. Can you imagine just that scenario where you're Aaron Rodgers and you go all of a sudden into a situation where you have that those running backs and that receiving core? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like he hasn't had nothing, right? I mean, talking about he's had nothing, and you got like Odell Beckham and and more. You got Higgins, Uh, was it Rashard Higgins, right? I think they got yeah, nice year.
1: Yeah, he had a nice year from Jarvis Landry as well.
0: Landry, Uh, Joku seems happy now. Austin Hooper's there, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you got the backfield. Definitely an upgrade. (laughs) Definitely an (laughs) upgrade. And and by the way.
1: A lot better of defense to have your back as well. A lot better oh. defense.
0: Well, yeah, didn't play well last year, but they've the, upgraded the big time. Oh, the Browns, the Browns. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, but once again, if you watch the play, the NFC Championship game, a lot
0: better defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers not at OTAs is the report, which but Blake Bortles was. That should be more the headline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Caller <color> me shocked. <laughs> oh, Yo, you, you mean? A voluntary Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. Oh, you mean if he's probably having his honeymoon right now and I don't know, Cabo San Lucas or whatever. I don't know, some some place in Mexico. Is that Mexico? Cabo San Lucas? Sure. Who's hit me with it. Not even sure. Cruz right. probably vacation there. A,
0: yeah. is uh, that where you went on your honeymoon? <laughs> Cancun. I know. Turn the mic on. Turn the mic on, man. Kuz. Oh, Come I thought on. I did press it on. There, you're good. you good. It is in Mexico. Yes. There we go, thanks. Hey, uh, Tell us, Justin Blackman, mm-hmm. there was something under a Justin Blackman heading today on Instagram yes. of some social media posts. Yes. Now, let's be full disclosure here. We really have no idea if this was Justin Blackman. That and, is and, correct. And you doubt that it was.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't have Instagram. I looked at his Instagram account, and it's private, but I, I also got to see the post that he wrote and the comments in it. And I don't know if it's him or not.
0: What? Is, tell everybody what it is. You have it in front of you.
1: Oh, uh, let me bring if it up. If you do, well, it, because I, I don't, but I can bring it back up real quick. So, there's two posts, um, and now
0: it's okay. Gone. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gone or gone from your computer. No, your it's, it's,
1: it's gone from my phone because I was using a because he's on private. So you have to go by other means to see what he put down when yeah, someone's yeah. in private. I but use those that, other means so, I don't have on anymore. So he's
0: private, does that indicate that a, a better chance of him – I'll tell you this. Like Maurice Jones Drew, mm-hmm. I, I asked him. I, t- I texted him. I said, hey, do you know if this was him? Have you heard from him, all that stuff? He said, "He said, I think it was him. And he said – "I hope he, he just said, like, I hope he's doing well. And he hadn't talked to him or anything like that, at least yeah. from a conversation with Mojo quickly that I had. But uh, he didn't know 100%. He did like it. So I mean, he obviously thought it was him on social media. Sure, I, I have no idea if it was if it's somebody else. You know so, how social media works. Yeah. But. So
1: his last tweet, or I'm sorry, his last what it's IG post, IG post. I lo- uh, he put I lo- I was lost in the dark, but I never stopped searching for the light. Hashtag Jaguars. Hashtag NFL. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag recovery. Hashtag humble. And then it's a picture of him. Um, you know, looks like during a game, rocking the, the Jaguars uniform and helmet. Um, and then in going forward, um, a guy, I'm not sure the, who the, the people were, but one person said, uh, you make it a comeback. And he had like the, the scrunchy, like, I don't know, emoji, like maybe. Yeah. And then another person said, if Tebow can do it, you can do it. And in that post, he had the the eyeball emoji.
0: The, the reason why I don't, I would lean toward this not being him probably is the fact that he actually tagged himself in a uniform, uh, kind of the phrasing of it. The hashtag Jaguars Mm -hmm. and the hashtag NFL. Like, I I don't think he would. So I'm kind of saying I would lean toward with you saying it's probably not a real thing.
1: I'm not buying into it. I mean, it would be cool if it was because I'll be honest here. You know, I spent some time with Justin Blackman um, outside of the facilities and inside the facilities. And like if there was anybody that was going to take time off and then come back and play. and I'm not trying to hype this whole thing up and get people excited. Yeah. But if there's one guy to take a lot of time off and come back and play because he's just naturally gifted, Justin Blackman is that guy. Yeah. Like he he could afford to take a couple seasons off and come back because like when he when we were in the you know, when we as far as I was like in the weight room and things like that, and we had Cecil Shorts on and he alluded to this as well. It wasn't like Justin Blackman was like this workout warrior. All right. It wasn't like Justin Blackman was putting on um you know, all this weight on, on the rack. I mean, with all due respect, the guy kinda had a he, he, he had a dad bod. All right, and that's cool. I mean, it is what it is. I had a dad bod. I was a defensive lineman, wasn't wide receiver, but he had a dad bod. Yeah, so it wasn't but a physical specimen. It wasn't a physical specimen by any means. It wasn't put up the biggest numbers in the weight it room. didn't look
0: like DK Metcalf.
1: didn't look like DK Metcalf. But when that guy got on the practice field or on the game field, I mean game over. Yeah. You know, like just special talent. So if you want to talk about how this is really him, and he's talking about making a comeback, I mean, listen, anytime you're out of the game that long, it's hard to come back. But I'm just saying if anybody was built for it that could maybe make it happen and make a Disney story, Justin Blackman is that guy.
0: Yeah, I, I think of it from a bigger picture. I'm not thinking of it from a comeback standpoint. He's 31 years old. It, I, I was kind of hoping in my conversation a little bit with Maurice Jones Drew about this was I, I was hoping that was him in, in a way of saying, hey, I'm doing better. Sure. Like I would love to see something from Justin Blackman and says, hey, I'm doing better. Sure. like i i I can live my life and i'm I'm happy where I'm at I'm in a peaceful place i'm mm-hmm. um uh, had demons uh, mm-hmm. I've done my best to get rid of the demons. I don't know where all that is, I really don't, but I would just tell you and i again this story he's the We've seen some good receivers on the practice field. I've been here since 2008. He is the best receiver I've seen on the practice field and not on game field. I mean, he really was. And we had debates over that. Some people didn't think he was as good as some of us touted him to be. I think he was really that good, like from a football standpoint. But – it's in my twenty year career doing this, very few stories from a professional level at least had hit me like the one of Justin Blackman. I don't know if it was a time in my life, time in my career, time whatever, or just the fact that I saw him as not a football expert. I saw him on the field. I was like, damn, that guy's good. Like his hands are different. He it it he performed on Sundays. I mean, this guy was that good. And the fact that his age how much money he was making? How much talent he had? Addiction was that strong. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't—I haven't been around that, fortunately, in my life. You know, knock on wood, mm-hmm. close up mm-hmm. to know the, the the pitfalls of that. Um, and again, I'm blessed to be able to say that. Mm-hmm. So to me, he was like kind of like in my world, like the poster child of seeing that up close. That talent, the kind of money that he left on the table, um, his production at, at the elite level. And then to have addiction be that strong and to bring him to the places that he went uh, was so eye opening to me as I don't even think was a journalist as a human, you know, and and, uh, it was just it still does hit me that way. So it's not to me about a comeback. I know he must have been had some big time demons. The addiction was so strong for him to have to walk away from the game and not be able to play. Uh, and, and do what he did that I just hope from a human standpoint that guy, you know, gets better, lives life, all those things that, that kind of sound cliche, but mm-hmm. I genuinely mean it about him. It had nothing to do about him coming back and playing football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it has more to do about him just being okay, living his life. So hopefully that's the case. I would love to see this be real because that would at least indicate he's on the right path. Because we don't have an indication. We have no, no – nobody mean, hears from him. He is – it's yeah. a very unusual thing, right, in your world? Mm-hmm. How many guys just go dark? Mm-hmm. Like, he does not have a lot of people that he talks to. No, for he sure. He does even, not have – You know,
1: when we had Cecil Shorts on, Cecil Shorts even alluded to the fact that, you know, he hadn't talked to him since he left. So, no, it's – um it's it's craziness and you know i understand the narrative out there he was a bust of a draft pick and he screwed his life up and all that stuff but you i mean you you talked about it It, the the guy had an addiction like nobody wants to go out there and say you know what uh, I'm gonna get in trouble by the NFL. I'm gonna get fined, pretty much my entire signing bonus. I'm gonna have one more strike left, and then you know what? On top of that, I'm gonna go out there and get in trouble again. Yeah, and, 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 I'll and leave then ten million bucks on the table for sure. And I ended up like you know losing my career over it. Like nobody signs up for that. N- n- no one goes out of the way to say this is what I want to do. I want to screw up my life this much, where uh, a game that I played since I was a kid, I just can't play anymore now because I've essentially kicked myself out of the league. No one wants to do that, man. It's, there's obviously, there, there's definitely demons and addictions there um, that were afoot. And it, I'm in no position to say, you know, what was the cause of that or, or, or who are the people around him. Like, that's not my job to do. But I also think that, you know, once again, I, I, I said this, if he was to come back, I could see it. Uh, I really could. Now, I'm not sure if this Instagram post is him or not. You hope it is because you hope he's doing good. But, like, you see this with rock stars all the time. Like, rock stars, you know, they have their own demons sometimes, especially those of the past. But then they go on stage and they perform and it's like, this guy's going through something? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, this guy's, he Screaming his out. out. And, and he was exactly that guy. And it makes you wonder where, if that guy could come back. But now that that guy's got the right headspace, he has the right mentality, um, and he is clean, and he understands the air of his ways. What could that guy be like then right. on the field and off the field as well, but definitely on the field? It's
0: crazy. One, one last point on this and, and really the point that really shouldn't matter because we're talking about people's lives and stuff. But, again, we live in a sports world. It does show you the unlucky nature of this organization at times. He was a brilliant talent mm-hmm. and obviously left – A lot of football out there on the field in a Jags uniform. Mm -hmm. Telvin Smith most recently, he was just in court on Friday, left a lot of football out there, walked away from the game, and then got himself in trouble uh, after making a Pro Bowl. Like, Jags have been a little bit unlucky having two guys basically leave $10 million contracts on the table Mm -hmm. because of their own personal troubles, Mm -hmm. um, which plays a little bit into the unluck of this organization over the last decade and hopefully from that standpoint that has turned here in Jacksonville we'll be back action sports shacks on ESPN 690 it
1: would have been cool if I didn't have a knee injury and got dinged a few times in the knee in that crowd because no one really gave it personally um but if I was fine, yeah, it would have been cool. Um, you know, it's cool for Phil, but um, getting dinged a few times isn't exactly my idea of fun.
0: That is Brooks Kepka.
1: Sounds like he was mad that he lost. You think so? I think it's got something to do with it.
2: But it wasn't like that crowd made him lose.
1: True. I'm, I'm just reading the comments right now in the
0: stream chat.
2: Uh. About
0: what?
1: <laughs> no, we're good. Not good? So someone said, I remember seeing Blackman and Austin Lane at the Ritz Ball on Jack's Beach.
0: <laughs> Did that happen? Yeah. Can confirm? Confirmed. Yep. Listen, folks, from 2010 to 2012-ish, 13, if you were out by the beach, you saw Austin Lane. You saw me all the time.
1: <laughs> all right. I mean, it's it's just the way of the world. It is
0: what <laughs> it is. If you didn't see me, then you should be concerned. The story would be if you saw Brent Martino. okay? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you probably didn't see him. You you ever been out there before? I mean,
1: on occasion, huh?
0: Oh, yeah, like the dinner, but not the... I was... Like, I've never done the... Honestly, I don't think I've ever done the night scene out there at the beach. So, I have it on good
1: authority, and I want to call him up. I'm going to call him out anyways. Jack Del Rio didn't frequent the beach bars, from my understanding, but one night... Legend has it that he went out to a certain beach bar, showed up for, like, 10 minutes, bought, like, 100 Coronas, put them on the table, and then just walked out. And anybody could grab a crown if they wanted one. Very cool story. That is the rumor. Now I wasn't there. I can't confirm it. We should
0: ask Jack about but,
1: that. But 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 that is the legend of one Jack Del Rio
0: at the beach bar. That would be say. good. Yeah. Maybe we'll reach out to him. Yeah. And ask if that's yeah, true. confirmed. Because that's I like a good it. story. You yeah. Mind that. Nice yeah. job, J.D. No, Moore. it's hey, for sure. We were at we were. At I didn't beat. know where you were going with that story. I know. I By the way, if Jack was listening. He didn't know where you were going with it either. by I bet. I bet. I know.
2: We were out this past weekend, right? Friday night and uh a guy walks past us in the bar we're in and i he's huge like like taller than you Austin okay and Nicole turns to me and she goes who's that Yep. And I was like, what do you mean he was that?" And she's like, he definitely plays for the Jags. And Football I was player? like, so you're just immediately assuming yeah. because this guy is to. huge.
1: You got to. Yeah. And then this area, so did you talk to him? Not at all. Come yeah. on, Coos. No, because
2: I couldn't hear anything in that bar because there was music playing. So sure. Like, even Nicole talking to me, I was looking at her mouth moving. I'm just yeah. like, uh-huh, What's uh-huh. the
0: percentage of people that are bigger than you that are not athletes?
1: Oof.
0: Low. I mean, very low. Very uh, around these parts, especially, yeah. Like if you were to, in Jacksonville, like you, you know, you know Brian Middleton. Yeah. Works at the yeah, radio and yeah, TV yeah, yeah. station. Okay. He's, I think he's t- probably
2: taller. I if he is taller. Careful I bet he's now. bigger. No, seriously. He might be taller than you. Yeah. We might have to go. Careful now. Hey
0: Weber, if you're listening, send Middleton up. <laughs> yeah. Let's go and do a, a stare down. But I think he might be bigger. than down. you. I'm not sure how. Careful who, now, Brent. He's Careful. a he's a big dude. Careful yeah, he's now. Tall. Yeah. Uh, Careful. And I I think he like played sports, I'm just saying he wasn't a professional athlete. So sure. there are probably people out there, but not many. So we're yeah. talking about like out of a hundred people that you might see that might be six, six or big or let's go six seven or bigger since you're yep.
1: six six. Thank you very much for the respect.
0: Uh <laughs> then I would say I'd put it at less than five people. That would be. Oh yeah. So it'd be, it'd be safe like to three. say
2: to implement a above six six selfie policy. Just if you see someone probably. that tall, take it, a, a photo. The no they're probably an athlete. With,
0: out of <laughs> doubt,
1: selfie policy is implemented.
2: <laughs> now they could be yes. a
0: crapshoot pick in the fifth round, but whoa!
1: Hey. <laughs> could be sitting next to you on the radio show right now. <laughs> it could be. So let's pump our brakes a little bit. How <laughs> yeah?
0: So there is there,
1: there is that possibility. No, for sure, because that's a. That's a fantastic idea, yeah, and with, with all due respect, to offensive—it's probably like Walker Little you saw. It. Anyways, <laughs> well, probably. But with all due respect, I don't know, I don't know who he is. But with all due respect to offensive linemen, defensive lineman—if you're over six six, people should take the, the, the picture with you. Absolutely, yeah. He yeah. was wearing
2: yeah. a bucket hat. That's all. I, like, he was tall well, and was had a bucket. Was it a jaguar's hat. bucket hat? No. I
0: like that. By though. the way, if I'm if I'm uh yeah. if I'm six six or bigger than six six. Oh, I I think you have earned the right to take a selfie anyway, just because of what you yeah. have to do to get on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like I do yeah. not envy your well, your I always, your traveling ways. I see,
1: I always found it funny though, because once, yeah, once again, I, I did spend a couple times at the beach bars with some sometimes players, but like I always <laughs> found it fascinating how many of them would wear like the Jaguars bucket hat. Yeah, want yeah, like,
2: people to know. Yeah. yeah. Because it's free drinks. Nah. <laughs> nah. See I was always yeah, like the opposite. Call. Yeah, you it, wanna even, you wanna try to blend yeah, in even if it, you can't.
1: Well even at Murray State, like, you know, the we the guys would always wear, like their their track warm ups. Mm, now yeah. once again we're Murray State, so like I, think I would want to rep that for yeah. football. You know, if it was basketball, well, <laughs> Mr. Lane <laughs> Right <laughs> this <on> way. <laughs> Football's a little different. But like I never had that motivation to rock with my football gear out in public.
2: Yeah,
0: and,
1: and the, like a lot of guys do this.
2: I got
0: recognized. I, I, I would see it different in college, but definitely in the pro ranks, I would yeah, think they would try to go incognito more. Yeah, uh, the younger weird. guy maybe. Hey, just enjoy the moment, you yeah. know. I mean, I, I was embarrassed more than likely. Let's <laughs> you know, be honest here. Hey, we were two and fourteen. I didn't, didn't want to walk around. <laughs> here, I gotta... That
2: means more drinks. <laughs> hey, hey, well, you you well, guys go you,
1: gonna pick it up or what? I don't know, sir. I'm trying. You guys I don't think so, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm not wearing my Jaguars
0: polo. How do you know? I mean, I stick yeah. out. So. What? <laughs> How is Mike Malarkey? Does he really make you line up helmet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure he's doing
0: good, and yes, he did. Uh, I saw Mike Malarkey last week. He was doing well. Oh, for real? Yeah. Next time you see him, tell him i say, what's up, uh, he's, he uh, he's enjoying being away. I asked him sincerely. I was like, all right, do you really miss it? Because there was some talk he might get back in Okay. Uh, last time I talked to him, and uh, he says he's enjoying it, being out of it. So Good, good for, him. for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh hey uh Brooks Kepka. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Do you I mean I know you don't sit there and watch golf all the time, but correct. Like would if be someone you'd root for? You like him? You, you, you from uh from what you know about him. Cuz you a Kepka fan. Cuz listen I tweeted over the weekend I said I don't know if I root I still have a very hard time if I root for Kepka. Or if I root against him. He's really in between. And the funny thing is, like, the way he talks, some of the things that he says, and I'm a huge Tiger fan, Mm -hmm. but he kind of reminds you of Tiger in the early days. Like, Tiger would be that kind of standoffish, say the thing that. Nobody really wanted to hear yeah. sometimes, and and he didn't care what you thought, and that's of Kepka.
1: Hasn't he had some like smart, alec, smart Alec comments? Oh, a, a yeah. ton! Like so he's I'm, that
0: guy. I'm a, I'm a Brooks Kepka fan then. But I think what he was, relates to the millennial because of it. What was like? He had, I really do. I think he relates to like. He had what about and I'm the sport I'm not sport knocking of that person golf. either. I think they like that about him.
2: Yeah, but isn't it Justin Tom? Ta- thompson that's thomas that uh is like drinking beer and stuff like that all the time like isn't he the one that seems like most relatable to like uh no
0: i don't think so see that's what okay. i think i think kepka has the feel of i mean maybe he does i'm not saying Justin thomas a good dude no and stuff, i just
2: because i i remember a story about that and being like oh wow that's kind of relatable i think there's a stigma about
0: golfers in general of that country club feel yeah and kepka kind of erases that yeah, Kepkes not doesn't feel like he like he probably played at country clubs that, growing up, so, but he doesn't really come across as that yeah. guy. Like instead, he's the guy, he's the gun golfer that you think he might like. You don't want to get in a fight with him because yeah. he probably rip your head well, off. The, the, right? the, 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 <laughs> quote, the quote that
1: I, I referred is when he said, "I'm an athlete. I'm not a big golf nerd." Because some, some people ask him like how, how like how serious do you take this? You know the PJ tour. Yeah. He goes, "Well, I'm an athlete. I'm not a big golf nerd in that aspect.
0: I'm not big on history." Like, see, I like that. Yeah, and I I, do, like it. I think people gravitate that. I think the yeah. younger generation, especially, grab. I think there were a lot of twenty somethings and and lower thirty somethings mm-hmm. that, as much as everybody loves Phil, yeah, didn't want to see Phil win. They wanted to see Phil collapse, and they wanted to see Kepka win.
2: Yeah, I was. They really for... did.
0: I think they. I think that's real. I don't know if I feel that right, but I think it's real.
2: I was rooting for Ustazen and just because I thought the name was crazy. <laughs> well, you were in a minority.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Because South <laughs> Africa? Yeah. yeah. Very little very little people are rooting for Ustays and I yeah. can guarantee yeah. you. I, that.
2: I, literally, I told my uncle that. I said the only reason I'm rooting for this guy is because his name's so crazy.
0: Dominating athletes in today's sports mm-hmm. I might have sold this early on a tweet this weekend, but if you missed it, okay. I wonder if you'd go where I will go on this topic. Plus a little football okay. at five. Are you saying between me and you, dominating? Athletes? Uh, just in general, yes. Oh, me, oh me yeah, and like you on. I am a dominating. Okay, athlete, well, yes. the, okay. Uh, okay. Well, football on. at five coming up, including did the Jags share their grading system, and does it really matter, or is this much to do about nothing? Mm-hmm. Uh, the football at five coming up. Action sports, Jacks on ESPN six nine.